One of the most powerful uh, chapters for me in the Gospels is John 14. The whole Bible's powerful. Good morning, by the way, dear patron. The whole Bible's powerful. But I love John 14. <clears throat> and I'm going to focus on one scripture, particularly John 14, 26. But let's get there, okay? Let's set the stage. Jesus is comforting his disciples. And he says to them, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it would not so, I would not tell you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. The first thing on Bless Me Wednesday, dear patron, on this daily grind, I just want to say that Jesus is in heaven preparing the mansion, the house with many rooms. He's preparing a place for you and I to habitate. Um, habitate, is that a word? It's kind of early in the morning for me. To, to live with, to dwell with. Dwell with the Father, with the Son, and the precious Holy Ghost for all eternity. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Now, this is powerful in terms of what Jesus is saying to the disciples. But imagine being with Jesus 2,000 years ago. You're sitting in this place and he's sharing this with you. But you have no idea yet quite. You don't fully comprehend that he knows that not even years but months away he's going to be dying on a cross. He's going to be destroyed. His body's going to be brutally destroyed. He's going to die. And as a disciple, you're currently at this point in time thinking, my goodness me, this man has got the power of God flowing out of him. Lives are being touched. He is becoming the most famous person in all of Israel because of the miracles that Jesus was doing. And some of the disciples we know were planning ambitiously what they were going to do and how they were going to change Israel and set the Jewish people free from the tyranny of the Roman rule. Thomas says to Jesus, verse uh, number 5, chapter 14, verse 5 of the book of John, the Gospel of John. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered and said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Now, I'm reading the words of Jesus here. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. These are powerful statements in John chapter 14 that Jesus is making to you and I today, 2021. And Philip goes on to say, Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Jesus said, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So when you and I behold Jesus, when we read about Jesus, when the Holy Spirit testifies by Jesus, when we see Jesus in the lives of, of those who are in our close circle or out there, followers and disciples of Jesus, when we have seen Jesus, we have seen Almighty God, the God that created the heavens, the universe, everything invisible and visible. That's wonderful. I love it.
bear with me, I'm going to grind in a few moments. I am going to turn this ground, but I just wanted to focus on this. So this conversation continues, and Jesus continues to profoundly position himself in the Father, the Father in him, and he is educating his disciples about this vital, important This is so important to you and I today. This is so important to know that when we see Jesus, we've seen the Father. What Jesus does, we know is what the Father wants done. Jesus says later on, I only ever do what the Father shows me to do. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And there is no way to come to the Father except through me. Now I want to move on to the the verse that I'd like to focus on this morning on Daily Grind. And that's chapter 14, book of John, Gospel of John, 26. It's wonderful. Because it's important for you and I. All this I have spoken while with you. Now this is Jesus talking to the disciples. All of these things. But let me just back up to verse 23. Bear with me. And I know you know this, but it's important on this Bless Me Wednesday that I am reminding myself I am I'm stirring myself up with the scripture 1423 Jesus replied if anyone loves me he will obey my teaching my father will love him and we will come to make our home with him he who does not love me will not obey my teaching these words you hear are not my own they belong to the father who sent me So here we have a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Word made flesh, who is completely accountable and in submission to the Father. And as you move forward, you see the Father is completely accountable and in submission to the Son. Because the Father says, this is my Son. I have given everything to Him. I have submitted myself to Him. Trust Him. Follow Him. He will lead you into all truth. The Father completely trusts the Son as the Son completely trusts and yields and only does as the Father. So we're talking about complete unity here between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And of course, we understand Jesus was crucified. The disciples were in shock. They were in fear. Their lives were completely destroyed in that sense. And they were in hiding. In the book of Acts, we read this. And then we find out that the promise that that Jesus makes here in chapter 14, verse 26, takes place in the book of Acts. And I shared that just last week on Daily Grind. So let's get to verse 26 of John 14. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Now, this is a promise not just to his disciples 2,000 years ago, but to his disciples today, to you, to me, the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. This was not the digital age that the disciples lived in, where everything could be recorded. They had to rely on human memory, which, by the way, I think was far better developed then, far more practiced then than it is today. 
Okay, I know I can speak for myself. It's very easy to quickly get on a search engine and figure out, ah, oh, what was the name of that? Where was this? How did that work? Because it's all now in the digital realm. The Holy Spirit will remind you of everything that I have said to you. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. Do not give to you as the world gives to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens that when it does happen, you will believe me. I will not speak with you much longer, for the Prince of this world is coming. Jesus fundamentally believed in the devil. He was the Prince of this world. He is the Prince of this world. And in 2021, believe you me, he is as active today as he was in the day of Jesus. And Jesus says here, For the prince of this world is coming. He, he has no hold on me. But the world must learn that I love the Father and that I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. And that was the end of that conversation. He at that point said, come, let's leave. So our focus on 26 is this counselor will teach us. He will guide us. He will empower us. He will strengthen us. The Holy Spirit will remind you and me of Jesus' words to us. And he will remind Rory at a certain point or crisis or challenge I find myself. And at that point, the right words of Jesus for that moment, for that situation, the Holy Spirit will remind me. And this is my experience, not once, but multiple times. And so I want to encourage us on Bless Me Wednesday before we start to pray in our heavenly language that the Father loves you and me. And He has equipped us. He has given us everything we need. He has washed us with the blood. He has saved us. He has positioned you and I and then sent the Holy Spirit to empower us, to dwell within us. And to lead, guide, teach, remind. Give us the ability, the boldness to move forward when we don't in our own strength. And remember the Father says that in your weakness I am made strong. And it's not that I'm saying God delights in our weakness. But he wants us to fully understand that in this wonderful relationship that you and I have with him. Whether we're strong or weak, God is always much stronger. And He wants to be in relationship with me. He wants to help me. He wants to walk with me. Oh, Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you that I'm standing at the grinder. I thank you for my dear patron, Father, for those who are listening on the podcast. I pray this Wednesday, bless them mightily, Father. Bless them mightily. And Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus on this Wednesday, bless me. Bless me, Lord. Bless me. Bless me, I pray in the name of Jesus. Bless everything in me, 
every part of me. Bless my mind, my brain, my physical organs. Father, this body that carries my spirit, man, I ask for divine health. I ask, Lord God, for a strong mind. I thank you, Father God, for a spirit that is hungry for you. I ask you to bless me with more of you, Lord, less of me. Oh, good morning, Lord, and I praise your holy name. And beloved, I'm going to pray in my heavenly language right now as I turn this grinder, and I'm going to pray God's perfect will on my life. And who knows, I might even be praying in the Spirit for the Lord to move in your life and in someone else's life. So I encourage you, if you can pray in the Holy Spirit, join me. Let's pray. I am grateful, Father, and I thank you. I thank you for Holy Ghost, precious Spirit of the Most High God. Jesus, I thank you for everything you've done for me, the extraordinary life you've led, and that you are at the Father's right hand right now, interceding, not only for me, but for the saints on this earth, Lord. We who make up the body of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus, and Father, I thank you that you sent Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit to dwell within every one of us who are in the body of Yeshua. Holy Spirit who with compassion moves upon the lost souls of this earth and brings about, Father, your conviction, the cutting of the heart. 
as we share the gospel, as we talk about Jesus, as we share the love, Father, you have for those who do not, do not know you yet. I thank you, Holy Spirit. You work with us, in us, through us. You empower, you order us, Lord. You empower our words that as we share the gospel, you bring about a conviction of the heart of men and women, boys and girls, that, Father God, they would have a desire to turn to you, to accept Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. Father in heaven, you who are perfection, you dear beloved and me will never ever ever be perfect I'm just making that statement right now I don't care how great you are with knowledge how educated you are I don't care how powerful and how self-sustainable you are I don't care I will boldly make the statement to the day that I die, you will never be perfect, neither will I. We are imperfect. You can never stand before me and say, I have never told a fib in my life. You can never stand before me and say, I've never hurt somebody. You and I have done some form of failing or error. We have done some form of hurt or damage, whether to ourselves or to someone else. And therefore, you and I can never be perfect. And no matter how hard I try, no matter how much effort I put in to being good, I will never be good enough that I can claim I am perfect. You will always be better than someone else, but not as good as someone else. So the person behind you, you might be better than. The person in front of you is better than you always and so we have a dilemma because imperfection cannot present itself before perfection and say we are now connected for eternity failed sinful lawless rebellious broken mankind humankind cannot claim that they are good enough Therefore, God, in your perfection, enter, allow me to enter into a perfect will. Impossible. Impossible. That is an uncomfortable thought. That is why Jesus said, I am the only way. I am the only truth and I am the only life. No man can come before the Father but through me. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the gateway. No matter what you've read online about people's opinions, about historians, whoever, the educated will try and tell us he was just a man. Uh, he probably didn't die on the cross. He probably wasn't even, he probably didn't even exist. Who knows? Jesus Christ not only was man, but he was perfect man. He lived 
perfectly. Why am I saying this on this morning? Because it's kind of the end to my daily grind. Liberty and freedom comes to me when I suddenly realize I'm never going to be good enough. I am just not going to crack it. So the first thing that needs to change is that my dead spirit man inside of me, as I confess him, as I believe in him, as I call him and say, Lord, I I need your perfection. Jesus, I'm talking about Jesus. I need your perfection, Jesus. Jesus was perfect. He said, I have lived perfectly on this earth. I am without sin. The prince of this world can find nothing in me. And then he went to the cross and allowed himself to be crucified. And if you read scripture, Jesus turned around and said, there is no way you could kill me, Roman. And to the Jews, the leadership of the, of the religious of the day, there's no way you could kill me unless it was the will of the Father. It's powerful. In other words, Jesus willingly laid down his life. He took that cup of abomination. What is that? The cup of sin. He took everything that you and I have done wrong in our lives and will do in our lives and it was all placed upon on him we call that a three-letter word sin s-i-n sin and when that sin was placed on him he paid the price by his precious pure perfect blood shed to cover that sin and then he went before God Almighty after having conquered death after having stripped the prince of this world of all power, destroyed fear, destroyed everything that you and I wrestle with every day on this physical earth, in this spiritual realm that surrounds us. He went before the Father and he presented his own precious perfect blood and he said, Father, I am bringing the the blood of atonement. I am paying the price for Rory's failings. This is extraordinary. My blood is imperfect. My life is imperfect. My words are imperfect. My actions are imperfect. But Jesus, oh, this is why there is such a battle about him. That's why the lawless and the rebellious spirit of this world hates Jesus so much and those who follow him. Whether we like it or not, that's the way it is. And we that's why the Lord tells us how we must treat our enemies. And most of us don't do that. We should. You just look at the political upheaval and turmoil that's going on around the earth. Well, this is a battle. It's a battle between good and evil. But my responsibility, your responsibility, is to love our enemies as God loves them. Even though they're up there to do destruction and damage to the plan and purpose of God and to His people. Now, let me finish my thought and then I'm going to wrap up this daily grind. Before the Father, Jesus paid the price for my failings, my imperfections and my sin. Because I call Jesus my Lord and my Savior, His blood covers me. And because it covers me, And because I have been adopted into the family of the Father, not because I'm good, but because I believe and because my heart has become one with Him. My spirit man gets instantly recreated. I am born again. That's where that term comes from. 
Jesus talks about it. He says to Nicodemus, one of the religious of the day, a highly educated man, and he said to Nicodemus, unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, what, must I go back into my mother's womb? Um, and Jesus said, no, if you're not born again in the spirit, and this is a miracle that God does. And I know that there's some that claim to be born again, but their lives don't reflect that. And there's a big debate that, are you, is your spirit man born again, even though your life, lifestyle doesn't reflect that? Um, that's a big discussion, and I'm not going to deal with it here at the grinder. But if you really have given your life to Jesus and you believe in Him, no matter how broken you are in your soul and in your physical body, no matter how addicted you might be in certain areas in this physical realm, if your heart yearns for Him, and this is why only God can judge the heart of man, you and I cannot judge somebody because we really don't truly know their heart. We're not walking in their footsteps. We're not having to deal with the challenges and circumstances they face. So we're called to, to not judge and we're called to believe the best. Love believes the best of. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love turns the other cheek. Love walks the extra mile. Because we do it as unto God. And as soon as I, in my life, think about I'm doing this unto the Lord, it changes because I know the Father sees what I do. The Father will see what I do. So, I wrap up in closing. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father but through Him. Because He paid the perfect price. Perfect blood cancelled out all of sin of all of mankind. It is up to you and I to share with our lives and with some words that is the gospel. That is the extraordinary gift, the extraordinary love the Father has for you and I. If we can share that to those who are hurting right now, in the right spirit, not with a religious sound, but just normal, wonderfully, supernaturally normal. I tell you, the world is hungry, and the world is desperate to hear good news. And the world is desperate to know that don't worry, you'll never be good enough. So don't try and be good enough. First get your life to Jesus, let Him wash you with His blood, and then He will take you on a journey of sanctification. And yes, you will bear fruit, good fruit. Because in your love relationship with Him, by the Spirit living within you, you'll begin to do good things. Yeah, not perfect. You still won't be perfect, even when your spirit is born again. Why? Because you have to renew this brain, this lifelong buildup of, of crazy thinking. That's what we see going on on planet Earth right now. There is a lawless spirit. There is a, a rebellion against a common sense morality and a common sense in terms of natural structure that is is causing crazy thought structures and this is messing people's lives up and they're wanting to fight for the right to teach these crazy thought structures even to little children so i finish on that by saying 
you will never be good enough. Jesus has paid the price and more he has given the Holy Spirit to help you and I. And that's why I stand at this grind and that's why I pray in the Spirit. And as I continue now, I wish you well. I pray you have a wonderful day. And uh, I encourage you, pray as much as you can in your heavenly language, in the Holy Spirit. Talk to Him. That's all prayer is, is talking to Him. And when we pray in the Holy Ghost, as I've said many times on this daily grind, my mind is unfruitful, but I am edifying my spirit man and I am praying the perfect will of God. The Lord bless you. Have a great day. I'll be back here tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.